Today's episode is brought to you by Oak and Iron Coffee Company. They were founded to honor America's rich nautical history, along with the history of the United States Coast Guard. Yeah, they got um, eight different types of coffee. They got whole bean. You can get ground. You can get coarse ground, fine ground. They even do their own K-cups. Um, they even have decaf. Hell, even my mom drinks it. Um, she's uh, disseminated it to everybody that she knows. Um, they also got a bunch of cool merch in their store, too. Yeah, they got uh, mugs and tumblers and stickers. They're pretty rad, and they throw a nod at uh, everything back from the life-saving service to the public health service to red holes, black holes, white holes. They even do a uh, unit discount. So if you can talk to your CS or your XPO, uh, they do discounts for bulk orders and for uh, Coast Guard units. They even give a portion of their proceeds to CGMA. So every bag of coffee or merch that you buy, a small portion of the proceeds gets donated to CGMA. So if you want to boost your marks, throw that in there that you're, you're buying coffee and donating money to CGMA at the same time. Well, check them out. Pick up a bag of Smoke Pit Blend Coffee. Tell them what Colonel Sailor sent you. The views expressed on the Disgruntled Sailor podcast are exclusively our own and do not necessarily reflect the views of any member nor the view of the United States Coast Guard. Furthermore, the podcast does not have any association with nor endorsement from the Coast Guard. We're just two individuals who happen to be in the military, expressing our own personal views and opinions. So sit back. Relax, crack a cold beer, unless you're underway, then next watch motherfucker. What's up everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Disgruntled Sailor Podcast. Ahoy. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I was going to be like, this is where you talk. (laughs) Yeah, so uh, welcome to episode 72 uh, it's been a minute uh, because, you know, we've had a lot going on lately. Um, I unfortunately lost uh, a family dog that I've had for 15 years, so um been dealing with that the past couple weeks, and then we had the holidays, and like we said before, we're fucking lazy, so you get what you get. Um, we're going to go over uh, some COVID vaccine stuff today because... There's some people that are fucking pissed. Uh, we're going to discuss. I'm going to take whatever the opposing side that you have is, so we'll figure that out. Just because I think it'll be <laughs> okay. funny. Um, so first, um, you made any uh, headway on those tumblers? Yeah, the the black tumblers I have are ready to go. I just got to I literally just ordered some more shipping supplies like 30 minutes ago so I can put them out. <laughs> Uh, so they'll be getting well, released soon, hopefully before it, this episode gets dropped. What's it? Go, what's what's going to be on them? Uh, I, I'm actually drinking out of one right now. Uh, this it's just the logo. It just it's the pirate logo with with the swords and the anchor, and it says "Disgruntled Sailor Established 2020." You're not going to do anything on That's, the back, like we're better than you, or nah, not on these. I have some other ones Why? in a different color that I haven't figured out what I want to do for a design on those yet. So I'm still kicking that idea around. All right. Um, speaking of swag, I got some new swag in the mail and it is fucking awesome. Um, I posted, yeah. it. um, well the f- first one I'm going to, so Q-tip sent me a whole box of shit that he's been saving for like two years. Um, you know, through deployments and shit. So I got a bunch of stuff that's personal just to me. Um, he got. He sent me like uh, four patches. Um, yeah, lucky you. This, uh, yeah, lucky me. Yeah, like when you when you teach ensigns and shit how to do stuff and <laughs> inform them. He literally into good said, leaders. "I'm sending both you guys some stuff." Yeah, but he didn't send you anything because oh, no. you just People don't forget. For him. I I led him. I led him to the greatness that he is right now because of my tutelage. So that's why I got the first box. <laughs> oh. Um, the first one is uh, Tactical Law Enforcement Team Pacific. Um, it's got uh, it's probably like three inches. It's cut out. It's a snowflake uh, with a red X on it, you know, for a drug bust. Uh, and it's got their. Uh, why am I showing you? I sent you the fucking picture. Uh, it's got their little logo on the front and force trained to interdict. 
and then on the back it's got the uh, the tackle pin. It's a really nice coin. It's um, I like the coins that when they they cut them, they fill them in with like epoxy. I really like that. And then this is the fucking coolest coin I've ever gotten in my entire life. Yeah, um, how does it open? I was wondering about that. It's got it's got a magnet. Don't skip ahead, bro. Oh. So it's it's probably three eighths inch thick, right? It's fucking hefty, and it is made after the John Wick two um, blood marker. So it's got like all the writing on the front and the design the same, but except it's got a like a Coast Guard hat and it's got a drug bust sticker. And then you flick that thing open, and inside there's a fingerprint. It says I De Beer and Two Debes. I don't know what that means. I didn't look it up. Cause I'm a piece of shit, uh, but it's probably Latin for like I agree or I O or something like that. And then inside the flap is a uh, tackle pin, and it closes with a magnet. And there's there's literally a bloody fingerprint on the inside. I wonder if they used like whoever designed that coin, right? If they used like their own fingerprint, that'd be an interesting question. I wonder who. I mean, I got some or friends, like wouldn't it be wild if they like somehow found like Pablo Escobar's fingerprint and like yo we're putting his right here? <laughs> I was gonna say Keanu Reeves's fingerprint, but I mean that would um, be cool too. Yeah, uh, and it's mag- magnetized closed. And on the back it says Tactical Law Enforcement Team Pacific, and it's their Chief's Mess coin. So it's got the Chief, Senior Chief, and Master Chief on the back. And this is just this is a fucking rad coin. This is like you have sentimental coins, and then you have like cool coins this is probably the, the the my top cool coin ever like i have some that are a little trashy but they have sentimental value so that they trump this but this is it's fucking rad it is so cool to hold um and i you know my favorite part is is that i have one and that you do not i know and i've been wanting one ever <laughs> since i saw them it you know what i think will make so that cool. coin cooler is if they instead of having it magnet close if you could press a button and it popped open like it was spring-loaded I think that would well, be I, from from what I gather these were already very expensive to produce. Oh yeah. They're ex- they're an but, expensive coin just to sell. Yeah. So but it's fucking right. It's my favorite coin. It says uh Imperatorium Exit Agmen Decretum. I'm that probably that's their their lo- their like the miss team or not miss team. Sorry. No, didn't mean to offend anyone. Um <laughs> it's probably their like interdict train and whatever thing then he sent me some stuff from um uh marsec three uh they got some really cool shit they're not a sponsor but just go check them out they got some good shit um he got me some dutch shoulder boards uh from nlt um i don't really know what this is he doesn't know what it is either but it's dutch um dutch patch and then he got me (laughs) a a dog patch (laughs) it says amaze such operate (laughs) That's the Dogecoin uh, dog. It, that's the Dogecoin dog. And then he uh and then he sent me um uh pack tacklet uh patch, which I love fucking patches, so appreciate you motherfucker. Uh don't please don't send anything to Fatso because then it takes away from what I have. Um, uh I I wanna talk about a co- the coin Isaiah sent us. Oh yeah, I have mine at work. I've gotten a lot of compliments yeah. about it. The, it's the he told me well, I first could use of his all, whole name. But I couldn't remember his middle name, but his oh. his first name's Isaiah, his last name's Gurky. Um, he he sent the longest sure. write up, dude. Like it's it, it was like yeah, like when have you ever gotten a write up about what is, what have you ever gotten a write up about like what the coin like represents and like where they got all the stuff from? Never, never, never. Uh, but there's but so anyways, many small details. I'm calling it the Tandalorian. <laughs> It's it's literally a it's supposed to be a Tambi, but it's in the shape of a DeLorean, and it it is it's been making the rounds on Facebook and everything, and it's from um, Aunt Panama City. It's mm-hmm. fucking ra- even like I don't know if you can see it or if you noticed it on yours, but like right here, there's an, there's ant, an ant crawling up the buoy. And then, like, the yeah, backstory is like he's looking at his he's looking at his watch, and he's like, "Oh, I'm not supposed to be wearing a watch while I'm handling fucking." Buoys and shit, <laughs> and then it's got. I, I didn't uh, even notice you know the, that. <laughs> yeah, it was in the write-up. Uh, do I you know what flag it. is on the back of that? Look at look on the back. What flag is that? Nope, Dad. No idea, dude. 
You don't know Ball Diamond Ball? No, dude. I don't know. That's Ball Diamond Ball's RAM. Restricted ability maneuver. Oh. God. You're I mean the they even got ever. They even got the Back to the Future font and everything on the back too. It is Yeah. It's fucking rad, dude. They even went as far as like where it would say DeLorean on the emblem of the car and they wrote Tanby. Mm-hmm. A lot of effort went in that car. And it's big too. Yeah. Like it's big. It's probably five inches long. Ish. But, but it's definitely rad. Yeah. Oh, he sent us this patch too. This patch is ridiculous. <laughs> I love that patch. Ba- base Ketchikan Security Division. It's it's a fucking like goldfish in a fishbowl and it just says, Oh boy. <laughs> like I feel like there's some like like ME two and like the MEC's like, I told you we need the patch design, like right now and he goes, Fine. Fuck you, dickhead, and just I can draw a goldfish and it just says, Oh boy, and then like it got sent off and missed, and now now that's what their patch is. Yeah. Um, yeah, thanks for the coins, fellas. Um, we got in, uh, I don't know if he's in IT or what, but he works at Cyber Command. Um, I'm sending him an outline. I reached out to him for his email this week, and I didn't have any, heard anything back, but I also took a long time to respond to him, too. Um, I, I asked him, I was like, I, you're going to have to give me some things to talk about because I only have negative things to say about IT and ET. Like, in my job, if I had to have a work order for everything I did or, like, hey, um, my internet's out, and they go, like, put in a trouble ticket. I go, don't I need internet for that? Like, I'm not coming over until there's internet. And then I have to go over to their office and bully them until they come over to my office and fix it because I have shit to do. Like, I don't understand that. Where I work, we just need a permanent IT. My building has so many interweb problems and phone problems that they are there every week. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna work on that. So if you Oh shit. Well I think uh Mr. Miami's having some technical difficulties. He just left the session. So we'll see if he rejoins. There he is. He he made his return. <laughs> I clicked the wrong button. Uh I got too many windows. Um, yeah, so I'm glad you're editing this one. Um, so if you got any questions or issues or complaints about um, cyber, let us know. Not like yeoman style where like you get your spouse to go on like a yeoman Facebook page and then complain about your yeoman and then your yeoman freaks out because they're oversensitive. Not like that. Like constructive things. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Um, Could you imagine if I got speaking upset? Speaking of admin I... stuff. Go ahead. Uh, I was going to tell everybody we finally, after almost three years, got an LLC. Oh, yeah, we did. We're officially a business, open for business. Yeah. I don't really know what that means. I'm watching these two deer in my backyard bedded down right now. Dude, just get a suppressor or a crossbow and just do it. Crossbows are illegal here. I have one, but they are illegal. <laughs> wow. Enjoy federal. Remember that country. one I won? Yeah, on the ship. <laughs> on the ship. <laughs> and I said, Hey, that's a weapon. Uh we're not allowed to have privately owned weapons on this boat. And they said, Shut up. And I went, Okay, man. <laughs> Whatever you that say. That still was the greatest story ever. Like I called that I was gonna win that. Yeah. Um, all right. So Let's get into what we're going to talk about. Uh, how fucking broken okay. the Coast Guard is. Um, so, when I wrote this outline, I had some written some things down, but some things have changed. So, obviously, unless you live under a rock or don't really know, the COVID mandate, uh, the COVID vaccine mandate is gone. Uh, you don't need it anymore. Uh, and my first question is, what are the people that got kicked out do they have any ram- like? Could they do anything? Do they have any legal standing? Like, what's the deal there? I heard a rumor from a fairly reputable source that the people who got discharged are going to be offered a chance to come back at their same pay grade 
same rate with back pay. I talked to somebody that got kicked out because of the mandate, and they said, I don't care if they offered me a million dollars a year. I would tell the Coast Guard to go fuck themselves. They are so bad yeah, at Yeah, like I see people. that side too. Like if, if like those those people, right, who who like refused to get it, right, they felt so strongly in their beliefs, which is, you know, their purview. I would, if I was one of those people, I would feel that way too, right? They did this to me once. Why, what, what would stop them from doing it to me again? Mm-hmm. And like from 2020 to 2021, we're down like 20% on average. Like uh, 2021, we wanted to get 3,700 recruits. We're down to 2,800 or we only got 2,800. And I mean, we're, they're taking people that are like, if you're not at this number on the A school list, you're going to a ship. Um, They're pulling people from everywhere to deal with the migrants down South. They just, there's so few people like I, I have a vacancy in my office and there, there's no intention to backfill it. None whatsoever. Yeah, it's it's getting wild. Like we're back to the days of like what what was it? Do more with less or whatever. Like they're c- consistently adding to our plates. Yeah, mm-hmm. but and but now they're like they they're taking away all these people and they're not giving us any. Like I was pissed off on the ship because like you know you go to a ship unless you're like a psychopath and just love the sea, which I get. Uh, but like I like to be in home with my family. You know I liked. You know, like saying I was on a ship, but like the things you go to a ship for are like the ceremonies, the cutterman's pin, the line crossing ceremonies and stuff, the port calls, you know, camaraderie, the camaraderie. And we weren't uh, we weren't given any of that. We weren't allowed to have any of it during covid and we just dealt with it. And now you're you have the same people that are complaining about like my, my one of my biggest gripes right now is like uh, CGBI like. Um, your PHA is overdue. Yeah, I made an appointment. They told me I have to wait until August during my birth month. Okay, well, they told me that last year, and then they told me they didn't have any appointments in August. Okay, well, you need to get a PHA. Like, they only care about, like, the the green bubbles or the red bubbles turning to green, and that drives me fucking nuts. Like, I'm not saying they should come and sit and be like, hey, how you doing, Mr. Remy? Everything okay? I don't give a shit if you think I'm okay. Like, I want standard operating procedures enforced. I want my support that I'm, I'm due that's you know, set forth in by common law policy. And that's really all I want. I'm not asking for like the moon and the stars. And that's why it bothers me. Like we're so worried about these green bubbles. We're worried about basketball courts and we're worried about like these stupid fucking morale events that we're forced to go to. And like, I have to go sit through these fucking things. Like I was forced to go sit and meet a chaplain that came to our unit. Like, I don't want to talk to the chaplain. I'm, I'm all, I got all my fresh squeezed Jesus on Sunday. I don't fucking need any from the chaplain. I don't need, I'm a, you know, I'm a Christ-killing, full-blown Jew, and I don't need to fucking see him. And they said, you're fucking going because you need it. So, like, we're we're focusing on landscape and basketball courts, and we're not focusing on supporting our people the way that they need fucking supported. I was going to see if I could pull that camera out to show you those deer, but it won't go that far. Um, <laughs> You know, we're... We're not fixing the actual problems like the DOMA survey, you know, stuff like that. And I'm seeing stuff where um, people are so, like, soft these days. Like, I know somebody who told me that they literally just told their guys to – they said, go do a job. Go do this. And they didn't do it. And then they laughed and were carrying on. And then this other – the supervisor person said, I told you to go get the tools and get this. And I told you to do this. Why didn't you do it? They're like, I don't know. We fucking forgot. And then they laughed. He's like, go get the fucking tools. We have to get this done. And then they went and told the command chief the hostile work environment. And then they made him apologize to his E3s and E4s or his E4s and E5s. Like – and Fuck that. Yeah. And I actually know somebody who was watching the whole thing who wasn't in that – they're not even the same department. They just happened to be outside for some reason. And they heard the whole thing, and I asked them. They're like, no. He's like, hey, go get the stuff. Do the thing. And they went and did it, and then they fucking laughed about it, and then they didn't fucking do it, and then they laughed again. And then he's like, hey, I told you to get the fucking tools. And then, you know, this is – I'm everyone's fucking scared of hostile work environment these days. Everyone's so worried about, like, this isn't fair. I don't like this. This isn't blah, 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 blah. And it fucking irritates me that we're focusing on shit like that instead of our job and, like – you know, um, our duty stations, our family support, um, 
you know, being co-load, geographic stability, losing your priority. I've had two people that work for me who lost their fucking priority. They came from Bahrain. Used, they went to Bahrain, got used Bahrain as their priority one, got their dream job so they could be close to family or a significant other, and then they make rank because everything's fucking open right now. I'm like, yeah, you're going to a ship. He's like, I just got here. I've been here six months. They go, we don't give a shit. Get out. So, like, where's the benefit to anything? You're, they're not giving us geographic yeah, stability I, anymore. I mean, how many people do me and you know that aren't getting their colo? They're not getting the colocation that they not deserve, but, like, you know, you should be able to get it. I actually talked to somebody on the phone who's – so we have a billet at my unit that's open, like, in my shop. And they were telling me that they were married member to member. And I was like, where, where are you stationed at now? And one person's like, I'm in Georgia. And the other person's like, I'm in Hawaii. And I was like, excuse me? I was like, how long have you been married? And, and they weren't E7 or above. They were both E6 and below. So, like, it's required, right, according to policy, to be colored together. <clears throat> and they're like, we've been separated for four years. And the detailer just like, I'm trying, but... I was like, you've been trying for four years and they haven't given it to you yet? Like, that's bullshit. Yeah. And, like, we're focusing on that. We're not focusing on that stuff. And, like, I mean, you remember when we did the DOMA survey on the ship? I was like, here's specific examples. This person did this to this person. This person witnessed it. This is against policy because of this. This person did this and this. And I gave, I cited things. I had examples. And they're like, we're going to talk about. I remember the CO literally went, "Um, well, our. We had one person, like, pretty much, I forget how it actually happened, but he pretty much was like, we're going to talk about sexual harassment. We're like, nobody said anything about that. You just showed us the graph of the Diome survey. It said 0% for sexual harassment. Nobody brought it up. Nobody. Nobody brought up hazing either, and you're talking about those two things? How about we talk about... Yeah, I remember. uh, Yeah, I remember. We we fucking filled that. I wrote until it wouldn't let me write anymore. I ran out of room to Mm -hmm. write. It was like 500 okay. characters, and, and I used all 500 characters. Yeah, and then, like, I remember we were sitting at, like, all hands or quarters, and uh, he was like, I want to let all you know that I saw the results of the DLM survey, and I heard you. And I was like, oh, okay, good. And then he goes, uh, goodbye, early liberty. <laughs> and yeah. that, that was it. That's all we heard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, like what the fuck? Yeah, how about we talk about, like, why my COLA doesn't match my BH? Why is interest, um, why is inflation 11% and we got, like, a 2.3 fucking interest rate? Why is the housing market and the BH rates not accurate to the fucking, the current area that you live in? I live in a major area, a major metropolitan area, you know? Like, it's it's up there with, like, New York, D.C., L.A., Houston. It's a fucking big area, and it BH has not been, like adjusted properly they're like like I, they said it they're like oh yeah this area is getting it i got an extra 50 dollars. yeah dude like i don't i don't live i wouldn't consider this like a big metropolitan area but luckily they have housing here but if they didn't have housing where i'm at dude i'd be living in a van down by the river like there's no way i could afford mm-hmm. a fucking a decent house for my family based off ba traits in my area and to get like to get a house that I can afford, I have to drive like a long time to get my kids to a decent school, you know? And it's just, it, I'm, I just, I guess my, the short version is I'm really sick of small fixes. Like, Oh my God, everyone's leaving. It can't be the BA traits. It can't be that we're not giving any support while we're on ships. It can't be that we don't have the right stuff, you know, to do our actual job. It can't be that our financial systems in fucking shambles. It's gotta be that the ASAP scores are too high. It's that's probably it. As scores are too high or it's so there are some services that are lowering their as scores. The Navy went to 10. I think. Yeah, I think the Army's another one. The Air Force. I talked to an Air Force recruiter. He DM me and he was like, we're doing it, too, in the Air Force, but we're just not publicizing it. And I was like, 10. Well, that's shady. 10 for one. 10. So so that crit. You know what kind of pro- fucking 10. Uh, do you know what kind of problems it's going to create? You're going to have the dumbest motherfuckers in positions of leadership calling some shots, and it's going to be a big fuck up down the road. We already have some incompetent. Yeah. So that that's another point. Like when people reach the E6, E7 level, 
the ones that like are smart, that like got their degree while they were in, or you know they can see what's going on with the Coast Guard, they all left. You know, I'm stuck. I have no other discernible skills whatsoever, and I'm stuck here. Everybody else that was worth the shit got out, and then the other batch of people that were worth the shit that were still young, they're like, get out because of COVID. And they're like, okay, like two of my best non-rates so- I had got kicked out because of COVID, and they were the two best non-rates we had. They worked. They did the job. They were respectful. Like it, They were good non-rates. And then you have all these other fucking smooth brain mouth breathers who are left 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 behind, and they're like, "We have a, we have a power vacuum here." So when you have that power vacuum, everyone getting out, these people who I could I didn't even one hundred percent know could like I didn't believe they could read and write are making E seven and E eight now, and they're just like like I, they're just throwing it at them, right? And so you have these so stupid people. That... What you have stupid people that what? What it creates is you have stupid people that trip into these leadership positions and don't know what they're doing. I'm having E6s and E7s reach out to me and asking me questions that an E5 in my rate should be able to know or should know or should be able to answer. I'm like, like, not like ridiculous things like, you know, like scheduling projects for dry dock, like not like crazy things like, hey, I'm trying to draft a memo and... Like, would you put this or this? Does this matter? I was like, are you fucking serious right now? Are you fucking serious? Or I'll say things about TMT. Like, hey, um, this fucking qualification. Okay, well, they're not re- they're not ready to go until they do their member acknowledgement. And they go, what do you mean member acknowledgement? I go, just because the CEO signs a letter and the CEO fucking clicks certify in TMT, that doesn't make him certified to go out and do drive a boat, operate a forklift, conduct ICS, anything like that. You have to go do a member acknowledgement. And if you don't do it all the way through, it doesn't fucking count. I'm like, well, he has a letter. I go, that doesn't fucking mean anything. I drew a picture of me flying on a Pegasus. That doesn't mean I can fucking do that. It's ridiculous. And, like, I'm having to teach E7s and E8s how to do their fucking job. And it drives me fucking nuts. So, something that I kind of like and I kind of don't that they're doing now is that, did you see that message about the beta program or whatever they're calling it? Basically, like, there's a billet that needs to be filled by, like, let's say a BMC, okay? But they don't have enough BMCs to fill it. Well, they're saying that if some BM1 wants to go do that job, they'll just make him BMC, okay? I kind of like that, and I kind of don't. So I like it because there's a lot of competent people in, you know, whatever rank they are that are more than capable of going and doing that job. But at the same time, there's a lot of people who are not competent. Correct. There, there are some things that the Coast Guard is doing. Um, like uh, if you if you have a trade, like you're a journeyman or something like that, you know you can come in as an EM two or an ET two or a fucking DC two. I forget what exactly what what it is because it didn't qualify. Uh, I didn't qualify for any of it. But like you can come in with a trade. Like if you have a trade certificate, you don't have to like do a school. You do like a fucking little prep program and you jump right in yeah a, a buddy of mine was telling me hs's are doing that too mm-hmm. but i just so like i i see that coming in that that's kind of cool i think um but what i don't want is like so i'm all for if somebody's like hey i have this job nobody wants to do i'll make you a chief to go do it you don't have to take a test here you go here's your anchor go do it like i feel like i'm competent enough i could go do it but I feel like there's a bunch of other motherfuckers that aren't competent enough, and I don't know how that's going to get vetted. Yeah, and, like, it's – these days it's so about, like, perception and what people say. Like, if you go take this BMC job, and then if you are anything other than, like, a straight white male, and they go, are you oppressing me? I feel like I'm being oppressed. And the Coast Guard has to fucking have a knee-jerk reaction to that and freak out. And, like, that bothers me that, like, someone can just – I've seen it personally, firsthand. Like, is it is it because is it because I'm this? Okay, well, that, that didn't come up. That It's your performance. They go, it's because I'm this, aren't I? No, it's not. It has nothing to do with that. We could have done this through I am, and I wouldn't know who you are or what you are. I'm like, well, I am that, so that's probably why you're oppressing me. And then everyone's got to back off, and then the investigation gets dropped, and it's fucking horseshit, and it bothers me. But I think, yeah, I definitely don't like this whole woke, woke environment that we're in now. It's it's difficult. Like I had someone that was late 
to watch. Like, they showed up at, like, a ri- they showed up at muster time, but they were in their car. They weren't near where they needed to be. So I opened the door. I was like, are you going to join us? And then they're like, what? I'm like, it's past. It's time, bro. It's time. And then, like, they're like, well, that was, that was, it was, it was really rude. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, what was rude is you not being where the fuck you're supposed to be. Yeah. And I just, I don't get, like, the, like, I, some of these people, like, I was doing, I had a meeting scheduled. I looked these two guys right in the eye and I said, I need you in this office at 1015, 1015. Okay. They go, okie dokie. They fuck off into the sunset. They do not come back right, at hold 1015. On, hold, on, hold, on, hold on a second. Right. If you told me, hey, I need you here at 1015, what time am I getting there? You should be there at 10. Correct. Okay. <laughs> so 10 comes, they don't show up. 1015 comes, they don't show up. 1242, I hear a knock on my door and I open it and it's these two fucking guys. And I go, <laughs> I'd have loved to have been a fly on the wall. <laughs> I go, what? He goes, right on time. And I go, excuse me? He's like, right on time. I go, it's 1242. He's and like, you can call my subordinate. He was standing there with me. I go, it's 1242. He goes, yeah, exactly. I go, I told you to be here at 1015. He's like, really? Get out of here. I was like, why would I set a meeting for 1242? Who who does that? <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm going to start doing that now. Just, just like ran- random times. 1317. Yeah, I want to have a meeting. Yeah. One, uh, you know, 1339. Yeah. Not 1337. Not 1330. 1339 on the dot. And I was just like, no, no. The meeting's over. Go away. He's like, oh, I, I just, I thought it was 1242. Like, get out, get away from me. <laughs> You know, I just like it's so difficult, and I think like I don't want to sound like the old person, and I don't want to say this, but I'm going to. I think it's a generational thing where uh, people are doing people's parents are you know doing better than their parents did, and like my parents did better than their grandparents, and I'm doing better than my parents, you know, but. I still worked and I really wasn't as coddled as much as, you know, like if you ask my grandpa, my grandfather, he probably thought I was coddled. But if I showed him the people that I have, I work with now, uh, he, his, his head would explode. And I just think the, like the, the mentality is different. The mentality is different. Like, why do I have this many days and they have this many days? I go, cause that's how math works. I just, that's why it works. And like, why do I have to go over there, but he doesn't have to go over there? Stop worrying about yourself. Or, like, start worrying about worry about yourself, man. Worry about yourself, okay? It drives me nuts. Yeah, like, like the military is it's fairly easy, right? Your supervisor says, hey, go do this one fucking thing at this one fucking place. Roger that. You just go do it. And then you come back and be like, hey, I'm done. Cool. Like, and it's, it's not it's everybody. It's not everybody. Like, it's, like, of the... 30, 40 people that I interact with, like, on a weekly basis, like, half of them have that mentality. And, like, the other half are like, I am just here so I can get paid and I can go home on normal time. That's all I want to do. And I'm like, same, bro. Let's just keep it keep it down and just muscle through and we'll all go the fuck home. And then the other half is just like, you know, I'm going to go do this. You, No, you're not doing that. Why not? Because I said no. That's not fair. I did, that's not how this works. This is the military. I'm an E6, you are an E4. I say go do this, and as long as it's a lawful order, you fucking go do it. You know? And I literally, I was joking Correct. with, I was joking with one guy. I was like, dude, if you're late again, I'm going to make, or he said, he was saying like incorrect shit. He was telling a break in something. I was like, that's not right. He's like, oh, okay, my bad. And then he told him another thing, and I go, that's also wrong. And I go, if you tell him one more wrong thing, and you're qualified, I'm going to make you push the fucking deck. He goes, you can't make me push the deck. I'll tell Master Chief. I go, go fucking tell Master Chief I made you push the deck, see what happens. I fucking dare you. He's like, well, you can't make me push the deck. I, I go, yes, I can. <laughs> I, go, I will make you push the deck. And, like, I'm going to make, I told him, I was like, I'm going to make you call me Petty Officer the whole time. 
And then, as long as you can justify what what it's called something, right? Uh, a specific character deficiency. Yeah, yeah. As long as you can justify that that and that and doing this specific thing helps that. Yes. Yes. It's just it's just funny that like I got now no one's ever made me push the deck outside of boot camp. It's just like you know everyone's trying to weasel out of everything and it drives me nuts. And then like the Coast Guard's giving so much right now that doesn't help like ASAP scores, tattoos. Like you know the tattoos on the hand and the tattoos on like behind your ear and like we've come a long way with tattoos but like that that's a band-aid on like you know uh, a severed artery tattoos aren't gonna fix it you know no but i mean i do want more expansive tattoos well yeah but like so like single parents for example you're allowed to go to what is it you're allowed to go to the academy if you're a single parent or you can join as a single parent what's the new fucking thing yeah something like that like you can go they kicked a guy out not too long ago because of it. And he went in court over it. Yeah, I think it's you can go to the academy if you have a child, but not a single parent. Or you can, jo- but if you're enlisted, you can join as a single parent. Which I still no one's been able to answer my question about single parents and shipboard duty. Like, do do you get excluded from shipboard duty? Do you get you know? Yeah, you, I'm pretty sure you do. So you're telling me, like, right? Say, so hold on. Say you and I are married. Okay, and we have a kid. One of the parents is required to be on land at all times. I'm not saying um, so, I'm not saying member to member. I'm saying you are a single parent. You have a child, and the the I'm sorry. What do they call it? The secondary caregiver. That that's how you have to say it now. The secondary caregiver does not reside or have any influence on that relationship. Whatever. It's a it's a, it's a parent. And then their child. That's it. That's the only people okay. in the picture. They're allowed to be in the Coast Guard. What, What? like, why does them having a child with no secondary caregiver, why would they not have to go to sea, but I have to go to sea, even though I have three children and a secondary caregiver? Okay. I, I see both sides. I see your side, right? Because you're mad that you get the short end of the stick. Okay. But I also see their side is that they don't have somebody to watch their kid while so, they're underway for two or three months at a time. Counterpoint. Number one, um, if you joined without having uh, a, a dependent, okay, I understand that. Every, you know, people like to have kids. I have kids. Once, But then you make a decision to have a kid, and then number two, which is the most important point, you joined a fucking seagoing service, right? Yeah. Okay, so when you have a kid, you have to understand what's going to happen to your job. You can't just get a kid and then be like, well, I don't have to go to sea anymore. That's not fair to everybody else. I, I see both sides. But at the same time, I don't think Big Coast Guard is going to be like, put them in a some sort of a hardship where this kid is now I'm not, uncared I'm, for because you're, you're, mom or dad's I'm, gone. I'm not saying they should be in a hardship. I'm saying there should be some sort of like, you have to have... An aunt, an uncle, a fucking grandma, your mother, whatever. There's, you have to have done. There's got to be something where you have to do. Like, what if, let's say, like, uh, like bosun mate, right? Bosun mate, I believe you're required to have a years of sea duty. What's one of the rates that's required a year of sea duty for advancement? Is it MK? MK is. So MK, you need a year of sea time to make chief, right? If you have a child at, you know, E four, so MK MK three. How are you supposed to get sea time to make E7 with being a single parent? You don't. You're stuck. So you're stuck at E6 then. Or whatever rank you, whatever rank requires it. Yeah, you're stuck. Well, that's that's what I'm saying. There's got to be something like. I forget what my fucking point was. I'm not mad that people are single parents. Okay, <clears throat> I just want to know how it works. You know what I'm saying? Like if someone yeah, we could be it, totally wrong. Yeah, if someone could explain, like, well, no, you have to like, you have to meet these requirements. You have to have a child before this rank, or, you know, your, you know, if your child has special needs, that's probably another thing. Like, I'm just saying, like, if your kid's like AJ squared away, you know, top percentile in all his fucking growth categories and learning and everything like that, everything's fine, you know. But and you're just you're an E five, E six, E seven, but you're a single parent. Why does that preclude you from C duty when I'm a C duty candidate right now? 
even though I have six years of seat time, how am I a seat duty candidate in conjunction with this person who has zero seat time? And then we're both competing for the same land job, but they get it because they're a single parent, and I am not a single parent, so I get to go to sea. You see what I'm saying, how it can come back all the way around? Oh, no, no, no. I, I, I see it. I see both sides of the argument. I just don't know what the rules are. Like, Yeah, I got nothing against single parents. There's, I just, there's bound to be... There's bound to be a single parent listener out here who, like, knows. Like, I got nothing against single parents at all. Literally nothing. I just want to know how it works. Like, usually when I get upset about something, it's because I don't understand it. Like, that's why RC Cola, I liked having him as a chief because he would come down and go, now, before you get fucking pissed off, here's what's going to happen. And he would explain it to me before I had a chance to react and decide. Right? I, I'm making decisions. I, I was usually there. <laughs> I just, <laughs> I want to know what, like, there's got to be something. The Coast Guard doesn't just go, oh, you have a kid? All right. Enjoy land, bro. Dope. And they high five. I don't think it's that. But, like, there's got to be something where, like, there's got to be something. What if it is that? What if it is that? Are you, Dude, how if it's mad that, are you going to be? Scale I'm one to be, ten. I'm going to be fucking livid. Like, livid. Like, so fucking pissed off. <laughs> I um, don't know what it is, but yeah, somebody's bound um, to know. Did you see there's uh, now 12 weeks of secondary caregiver leave? I did, and I am still butthurt at the fact that we can't get that retroactive. Bro, my I had my last kid. <laughs> I had my last kid when it was still 10 days. 10 days. Right? Yeah, that's what I got. And and then the 21-day thing came out. I go, can I have 11 extra days? And they said, go fuck yourself. And you know what? You know what I think they what I think they should do that would make everybody happy that that are like in our situation where we only got like the ten day rule or whatever. Just give us the leave. Just yeah. not say. Just add it to our accounts. Yeah, do it. I'd be okay with that. Um, yeah, but it's twelve weeks is a long. I don't think I could go. I don't think myself, my brain, or my shop could handle me not being there for twelve weeks. I just don't think so. I don't, I don't either. Usually when I'm, when I'm away for like, even just a week, like I'm like, there's so much shit that's going to be fucked up that I'm going to have to go fix. Uh, I, I mean, I don't think that is just, there's a lot that I, I do that only I do, you know, it's hard to explain same, without that, saying things. It's the same. In, it's the same in my shop. Yeah. Which never mind. I'm not talking about that. Um, also, you can get an LOC, which is a service wide point, and a thousand, one thousand dollars for recruiting somebody else to the Coast Guard. Yeah, I, I'm hesitant to like put my name on that because I know there's a lot of listeners that are trying to get into the Coast Guard. Mm-hmm. Like, and as much as I would like, I'm almost maxed out on service wide points, anyways. It's like to me, that's not a big deal. But the one K thing, man, I could buy some shit with a grand. Oh, I could buy you know some how many fucking nuggets that buys. Oh, <laughs> uh, at least twenty. Um, did you want to talk about the uh, the MKC that's uh, getting getting in trouble for sharing memes? Oh yeah, so that's an old story. Actually, it, it it's making its rounds again. So that happened in like twenty nineteen. Oh really? Uh, this yeah. So apparently, this he he was a chief. Uh, in like a chief's mess group chat that was sending some memes and like just some text messages to the mess and about one of the other female chiefs. Oh, see, that's where he fucked up. And a couple other, and a couple other people. Like one of them said he found the article from military times. He found a picture of her from her high school yearbook or him or whoever it was, whoever he's talking about. And it said voted most likely to steal your bitch. And the other one was like somebody put like a penis on a hard hat and he took a picture of it and sent it in the group chat or something like that. But well, you know how many dicks I ha- we had drawn in people's hats when I was non rates? That was also fucking what, thirteen years ago? Dude, oh speaking of that, alright. Speaking of dicks. So I was talking so <laughs> it's 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 not what you think. So I was talking it was me and my chief and my, my third and we were in the truck. And me and my chief were talking about something and I was like, isn't it, I was like, it's crazy to like, think about where we are now when it comes to, uh, transgendered people and homosexuals and things like that. I was like, I remember don't ask, don't tell. 
And my, my third goes, what's don't ask, don't tell? And I go, what do you mean, what's don't ask, don't tell? And I, it, it, it really took me back that there's people that have been in now five, five, six, seven years that don't know what that is. Yeah. And he's asking me these questions. He's like, so what is it? I go, so the standing policy, if you were a homosexual in the military, was you can't ask if you're gay and don't tell me you're gay. Right? And he's Correct. like, he's like, really? I go, yeah, dude. If they found out you were gay, they kicked you out. He goes, really? I was like, yeah. Like, you couldn't do that. Like, it was – like, I remember sitting on it's the mess deck. Yeah, I remember sitting on the mess deck, and they're like, hey, guys, don't ask, don't tell us out the window. Um, you're allowed to be gay now. And everyone kind of went, okay. And like, what do you want us to do now? They're like, you can you can be gay now. And everyone's just like, yeah, okay. We, I mean, we all know Brad's gay. No one really cared, but – Okay. And he was just like, I just don't, he's like, he's like, that wasn't that long ago. He's like, I was in like middle school, high school time. And I was like, yeah, dude, back, like, like think about, I think he said he was in like seventh or sixth grade when it, when it got repealed. Cause like I was, I looked up the dates and I was like, could you imagine like in the time that you were like right then at your age and the people that you knew, could you imagine someone be like, yeah, I got kicked out of the military cause I was gay. He's like, not even close. Like, I, I, I don't even fathom it. That's so far removed. Like, it, it. he kind of equated it to, like, you know, you ever heard, heard an old person talk about segregation? And, like, how it, yep. just, it just blows your mind? Like, yeah, we went, we would all go yeah. down to the whites-only sock hop, and we'd dance, you know, without any of the blacks there. And it was, I'm like, that's, uh, that's so bad. I can't believe you're saying that out yeah. loud. And it, it, it kind of equated it to, like, so you literally. Yeah, it's like the same. Same, same, but different. Same, same, but different. Like, you literally said, oh, you're gay, get out. Like, I I mean, yeah, I guess that's what they did. I mean, I wasn't really involved in the program, but it was just interesting that there's people in the service now, you know, number one, that weren't alive. They have no 19- idea that existed. Yeah, they weren't alive when, 19- when 9-11 happened, and they weren't in – they had no idea about Don't Ask, Don't Tell. Like, like apparently they don't like – not that they like, welcome to boot camp. By the way, we used to hate gay dudes. Um, like, I don't think it comes up, but like, it's just crazy that I'd be like a hundred percent positive that 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 wouldn't come up in boot camp. (laughs) I'm just saying like, it's, it's so weird that like, that was such like a, a proponent of our coast guard. Cause I remember having like, you know, uh, I'd go out and I'd see trainings about it that you had to go trainings. Yeah. Annual trainings about it. And I remember seeing like, seeing people like, you know, hooking up with people of the same sex and they're like, please don't tell. I can't, I can't lose this. And I got, I, I think about you almost zero. Like the only time I think about you is when you're late for watch. I don't think about you in any other way and I don't care. Enjoy your, whatever it is you're doing. And there, it's just, it's so crazy where we are now compared to what we were and how we viewed it then versus how we view it now. Like back then it was just like, yeah, dude, can't be gay. Deal with it. And now it's like, did you just, did you just not accept me for being gay? I'm like, no, 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 no. Everything's fine. But like, it's crazy how it's fucking changed in like 10 years. Right. Yeah. But anyway, I'm done bitching about the Coast Guard. You want to hear some cool stuff? Yeah, sure. All right. Today we're talking about U.S. Coast Guard cutter Donald Horsley. I think that I hope that's how you say it. I hope it's 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 got to be it horror. Is. That's how it's. I just, it's, it's Horsley. Okay. 100. percent Oh fuck! You know what? When I closed out of the chat, I uh. Oh, you 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 closed, closed what you were gonna the fucking read. Window. <laughs> Fucking loser. Oh, my bad, dog. My bad. Just give me one fucking second. You're editing this, so it doesn't matter. Okay. All right, so I'm going to tell you a little about this guy, um, and then I'm going to read you some of his awards because this dude was a baller. Um, if you have time right now, look up a picture of this guy. He looks so fucking I know exactly salty. What he looks like. You know, how do you know what he looks like? So I went to uh, a school in Petaluma. And there's a Horsley Hall in Petaluma. Interesting a picture of him. He looks like if Popeye lifted weights, right? So this dude was Nanners, right? I'm gonna read you like a small synopsis, and I'm gonna read you some of his awards. Master Chief Petty Officer Donald Horsley served the Coast Guard through 44 years of continuous service from age 17 to 62. He enlisted August 4th, 1942. He served on active duty for 44 years. 44 years. I'm at 16 and I'm done. <laughs> Four months, 27 <laughs> days. 
His career spanned three wars, and he saw service on 34 vessels. 34. 34. I've been on three, and I'm I'm full. Uh, 34 vessels. That's 34? fucking crazy. 34. Gross. Yeah. So during World War II, Horsley served aboard Coaster Cutter Cepheus. Cepheus. Yep, I think that's right. As a coxswain on landing craft, participated in Operation, Operation Dragoon. Do you know where that word comes from? Ah, uh, fuck. You've, yeah, I think you've told me before. I don't remember. The invasion of southern France and Operation Iceberg, the invasion of Okinawa. So not only was he in the European theater, he was also in the Pacific theater. Following the war, Horsley had successful tours, tours aboard six cutters. After a tour of duty ashore at Loran Station, Ulithi? U-L-I-T-H-I? I don't know. He served as uh, sea. He served at sea aboard five more cutters, and had a return tour abroad, seagoing tender plant tree. So six. Go, I hope you tell me how many years of sea service he has. I don't know. So six cutters, uh, then five, then five <laughs> more cutters. So let's say so that's eleven cutters, averaging three years apiece, right? If he did even if, even if we rounded it down to two years, right? Let's say you only did two years on each cutter. That's twenty two years of sea time. That's insane. Yeah, this All says, right. according to Atlantic Area, he did twenty nine years of sea service. <laughs> Rough, bro. He did an entire fucking career, almost a thirty year career yeah. at sea. Get the fuck out of yeah. here. So then during Vietnam War, he served 41 months as a senior listed person assigned Division 13 Coast Guard Squadron out of Cat Lo, Republic of Vietnam. This division of 82-foot patrol boats was tasked with the uh, maritime interdiction of the reinforcement and resupply of communist forces fighting in South Vietnam. During this assignment, Horsu was awarded the Bronze Star with a combat for valor. After Vietnam, he served throughout the Pacific, including assignments aboard the seagoing tender Basswood. Uh, Basewood, Basswood, and the officer in charge of Coast Guard Buoy Depot in Guam. In 1976, he assigned. He was assigned as the officer in charge aboard the River Tender Wyaconda out of Dubuque, 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 Iowa. That's some hard words. Du- this Dubuque. One. It's Dubuque. 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 All right, man. I'm usually the smart one. He returned to sea aboard the cutter Sherman. It was transferred to Morgenthau when the Sherman was decommissioned in 1986. His his retirement ceremony in 1987, which is the year I was born, was awarded the Meritorious Service Medal. <laughs> um, so let's see here. Um, hold on, I got one of his awards here. So he got the Bronze Star with Combat for Valor. Um. There's Bronze Star. So here's his Bronze Star. For meritorious service while serving with Market Time. So Market Time was Operation a, Market Time? Yes. Wow. Uh, engaged in armed conflict against the North Vietnamese and Viet Cong communist aggressors in the Republic of Vietnam from 25 October to 13 January. So from 1966 to 1969 as the leading bosun mate on board the Coast Guard Cutters Point Bartridge, Partridge, Point White, Point Grace, Point Jefferson, Master Chief Petty Officer Horsley demonstrated remarkable degree of professionalism, courage, responsibility, resourcefulness. He showed an exceptional measure of versatility, flexibility, in addition to professional excellence. It's a dude. This thing is from 1969, and it's a photocopied award from 1969. It's hard to read. <laughs> he participated participated in over 100 combat patrols during this period, and came under intensive enemy fire on 11 separate occasions as an uh, 81 millimeter and 50 caliber mount captain and gunner, Master Chief Officer, Master Chief Petty Officer Horsley, participated in over 100 naval gunfire missions and person counted for five enemy patrol person, five enemy personnel killed in action. So this dude's got five confirmed kills. Master Chief Petty Officer Horsley's extraordinary pl- professionalism, outstanding leadership, and courage under fire reflected greatly on himself, and were in keeping with the highest tradition of the U.S. United States. Naval Service. Master Chief Petty Officer Horsley is authorized to wear the Combat V for Valor. You ever never met a Master Chief with confirmed kills? <laughs> a Coast Guard one. No. <laughs> that's bananas. Dude, that's so much time. Like, so much time. Like, 
Yeah, dude, he almost did. He did 29 years at sea. Get the fuck out of here. I don't want to do a day over 20. If they brought back 15 year retirements right fucking now, I'd probably be like, here's my letter. Oh, I'm done. I'm done. And so fucking fast. So fast. You have no idea. Like, so he, where my current age is right now, I'm not even to the amount of fucking time in this guy had at my current fucking age of 35. That's yeah, insane. It's wild. Uh, but thank you for your service, Master Chief. Um, all right. You got anything last calls you want to talk about? Yeah, I want to talk about fucking social media for a minute. Not not the not the dude who who's facing the highest court for memes, but uh, lately on social media, for one example, let's fucking call out Coast Guard Yeoman memes. Okay. Oof. The these motherfuckers, right? Somebody posted in some fucking Facebook group, okay, about W2s being fucked up. When W2s were fucked up for people who did full ditties or partial ditties, okay? They were like, my hus- my my husband's W2 is fucked up by like over 50k. Okay? Which let's let's now, just pause for a second. So usually so like my wife and your wife They've been involved in the service for, you know, 15 years, right? They know better than to they, – they've posted on these Facebook groups and all they get is shit on, so they stop doing it. So probably this person is young to the Coast Guard. They're probably a low rank. Their wife is probably just trying to figure everything out. And secondly, 50K is a lot of fucking money. Like, this isn't a joke. Yeah. And regardless of whether they're they're they they were just asked they didn't even ask for help. All they said was in the post was, uh, "This is what it was wrong by." I wonder how Topeka is going to handle it. Okay, and then in the comments section, apparently, somebody who wasn't even the fucking author of the post said, "My yeomen are incompetent." Not all yeomen, my yeomen, okay? Then yeoman memes, who's an up, for those of you who don't know, Coast Guard yeoman memes is like an up-and-coming meme page, okay? They shit on this fucking spouse, like berated them for fucking a couple days. And I was like, so that's where that whole meme war started between like the podcast page and yeoman memes page. Because I was like, I don't agree with that. Like, I even slid in Yoma Memes DMs. I was like, you're going a little tough on that fucking spouse, don't you think? And they were like, nah, that spouse used to be active duty. And I was like, fuck that. I was like, just because you used to be active duty doesn't mean you still know what's going on. Like, my wife used to be in, but I can use an acronym, and she has no fucking idea what it means. Right? So, like, and who, if you're a fucking meme page, your skin needs to be, you know, somewhat thick as to getting fucking all butthurt when people call... Not even all yeomans, just my yeomans are incompetent. Every fucking rate has incompetent people in them. Not just fucking yeomans. Like, I've met dumb yeomans. I've met fucking great yeomans. I've met dumb GMs. I've met great GMs. Dumb bosun's mate, great bosun's mate. Every fucking rate, I could say a dumb person and a good person that I've met in it. Except Except musicians, because... Nah, I've I've met some good OSs. I'm just kidding. Racist Uh, Dan helped me out the other day. Yeah, uh... But except musicians, I've never actually fucking met a musician, so I can't say it for them. But you shouldn't get so fucking butthurt, yeoman memes, that you got to shit on a fucking spouse that you don't even fucking know. Whenever the whole fucking fleet knows, yeomans don't even do W2s. Those things are fucking computer generated. Stupid bitch. There's also another fucking Facebook group uh, that somebody posted something about sexual harassment harassment or something like that and so i did some digging because like the the facebook group deleted the post you know and come to find out from what i was told anyways and take that for what it's worth that the post was inaccurate it did it only painted one side of the story okay but that's like with almost every fucking post on the internet regardless of whether the post was true or not true if you did not violate whatever fucking pages, community guidelines there are, you should not delete a post. That starts fucking getting into, like, freedom of speech bullshit. Like, quit getting all butthurt about what people post online. If, if you get that butthurt, delete the internet. Get off of it. 
<laughs> like, quit fucking censoring people. It's fucking bullshit. Yeah, I agree. It, It's like people – I'm in a lot of weird Facebook groups, you know, like gun stuff, food preservation stuff, just weird stuff. And people post things on there like, this is insensitive. Okay, then why are you in here? Like the, the yeah. group name is like, literally also, called shit posting. Why would you come in here and just to get offended? Get the fuck out. Also, commands have no <clears throat> fucking say in what gets posted on the internet. Right? As long as you're not fucking outright calling out a command or calling out a fucking member, post it. Like, these commands getting all butthurt and getting post removes is fucking cowardice. Get them. I'm fucking mad about it. <laughs> I couldn't tell. <laughs> I mean, I agree with everything you're saying. I mean, it's the fucking internet. We're we're even though we are members and we're active duty or reserve or whatever, we still have our own opinions and we're allowed to express our opinions. That's the First Amendment right, right? Now, if, yeah, if like you, people post comments on on some of our posts, and mm-hmm. I don't necessarily agree with them, but I don't go fucking delete them. Yeah. Oh. As long as you're not bringing a bad light on the Coast Guard or, like, saying specific... That's, that's like, the hard one to, like, oh, well, you brought discredits upon the service. Oh, because I said yeomen are pieces of shit? Like, come on now. Like, most yeomans are pieces of shit. Like, you know, just saying. Yeah, like, that whole fu- that whole fucking uh, Portillo fucking meme war thing that he got kicked out of the service for posting fucking memes? That's yeah. bullshit, bro. Yeah. Like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. All right, you got any last calls? Was that your last call? Yeah, I'm off my soapbox now. Did you see the Coast Guard veteran that killed a fucking grizzly bear in his buddy's house when the grizzly broke in? I did. You you uh, you told me about it. Yeah, so pretty much this fucking grizzly bear, this, I, I, I'm going to paraphrase because I read it like two months ago. Pretty much this grizzly bear, so... Giant fucking, you know, one to two thousand pound bear, huge fucking claws, grizzly bear breaks into your fucking house, right? And him and his buddy are sitting there, and this dude gets his Remington 870 and just starts unloading on this fucking bear and drops it in their fucking living room. So I started blasting. So anyway, I started blasting. Um, I just thought it was cool that, like, the headline literally said, Coast Guard veteran kills bear that breaks into his house with shotgun. I was like, I gotta fucking read this. Uh, but I thought it was cool. If you want to go read it, check it out. Um, did you realize the, the wood for your coffin is probably in a tree that's growing right now? I mean, that makes sense. So I'm getting cremated. Oh, so, so you know how back in the day, right? Like hieroglyphics were used to like communicate. Okay. Right before, before like spoken language, like people drew pictures and shit. Well, I mean, they still spoke then, like, before written language. We, yeah, yeah, yeah. Before okay. written language, like it, they drew pictures and shit, and then like people learned to work, write and the type and all this shit, and then like language evolved. And have you noticed now it's going back to fucking pictures with emojis? Yep, we're 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 regressing one hundred percent. Um, did you see the post about um? The USS Arizona on December 7th? No. All right, so do you know what the USS Arizona was? Yeah, I've been on it. Yeah, I actually have a piece of it. Um, I gr- Really? Yeah, my grandfather gave it to me. Uh, it's a piece of brass. Yeah, I've, been, I've been on it. Once they, uh, re- once they like, repurposed it and, like, put it out there for back in Hawaii, when I was stationed in Hawaii, I, I went and toured it. So on December 7th, 2022... They laid a keel for the first USS Arizona since the attacks on Pearl Harbor in 1941. The sub-sponsor is a granddaughter of the USS Arizona sailor who survived thanks to the heroism of someone on a neighboring ship. She also became the first sponsor ever to weld her own initials on the keel. So That's fucking rad. Yeah, there's a there's a picture. I don't know if you can see it, but it's a picture of this, this girl. She's welding her initials on, um, on a plate that they're going to fix. Um, to the keel. So it's it's pretty cool that like it's gone like all the way around, and they're they're finally gonna start doing another. They're gonna do another USS Arizona. Um, that's cool. Speaking of uh, World War Two vessels, 
So, do you ever you ever read about the USS Texas? Uh, a little, not a, not a whole lot. So, the USS Texas epitomizes the state they're named after. Um, I yeah, it was there. like one of the baddest motherfuckers in the yeah. So, fleet. it was one of the most heavily outfitted ships, right? So, um, they were in a conflict, and the they were pummeling this fucking um, this target that they were trying to get there's there's videos on it that do it way better justice than i can do but pretty much so their guns you know because of trajectory and physics and trigonometry can only go so far right so they Mm -hmm. beat the living shit out of the enemy so bad that they retreated behind the max effective range of their guns right so the uss texas instead of giving the fuck up they flooded their entire entire starboard side ballast tanks so the ship would tilt oh, on its fucking, fucking side <laughs> start lobbing fucking rounds like we're not done yet so they they literally sank their ship and tilted it on its fucking starboard side so they could start they could lob rounds even farther to blow these motherfuckers up there there's a That's whole gangster. i think uh, i think it's uh, the fat electrician on instagram or youtube does a video on it oh that dude that dude is fucking great yeah, he. It, that's where I saw it. I, I highly recommend you go watch it because he does it way better than I do. But it's just like a if you've ever met anyone from Texas or like lived there, that's like the mo- one of the most Texas things ever. Like they're just like, oh yeah, we we can't reach with our fucking our giant guns. Let's just fucking lean back, you know, and do the rock away and just yeah. fucking start lobbing rounds on there. <laughs> did uh, you just make a Fat Joe reference? I did. I did. <laughs> um. And then, um, you know, like I said, it's, I hope you guys made it through the holidays. Okay. Um, if you didn't, um, you can reach out to us. You can reach out to me. You can reach out to the Scrambled Sailor. Um, also don't forget, um, there's a new up and coming, um, program that's out there that can help some people. Uh, it's called Breakwater Alliance. Uh, jump online, go to breakwateralliance.org. Uh, check them out. Um, they're taking donations right now to try to get their liability insurance up so they can uh, better serve you guys um, and some other uh, admin stuff they're trying to take care of. The members of Breakwater Alliance have already put some of their own money, actually a lot of their own money, into this um, and haven't gotten any donations really except for the stickers that we sold and gave to them. So they've been doing this all out of pocket on their own. Um, so What? Oh, your your kid waves. So I wave back. Oh, I thought that was the stop. Like, wait a minute, stop. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you got anything for breakwater? No, I mean I think you pretty much covered it. It's those, those people are doing some cool shit that the service I think really needs. So they're there if you need them, and try to support them if you can. All right. Bye. Later. <laughs>